I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hi guys, it's Deb and Laura, and it's our 60th episode All of right. I, I Got, got the, the Hell Out. Out. You know what that sound is. Ooh, it's beer 30, guys. On a Friday. Yeah, it is Friday, It's isn't Friday it? night. This is the only time we could do it. I know. And we promised everybody that we would drop it when we was done. Oh, we're dropping it tonight? Is that what we said? Yeah. Oh, hell. All right. Cool. Well, you know, I listen to the last episode all the time in case I messed up or uh-huh. have to redo something or culty corrections. Corrections. Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. So anyway. Hell, we'll drop it tonight. It's Friday night. Wild and crazy Friday over here. She'll be in bed by nine o'clock. Well, that's late for me. Come on. Don't give me that look. I have a party to go to, so. <laughs> you always have a party to go to. Well, that's because I got cool party friends. Oh, la di da. Anyway, um, you have the Kool-Aid recipe tonight. Well, we'll call it a Kool-Aid recipe, right? Well, it's the closest it's going to come. It's exactly, exactly. It is, well, what, what you do is you make some Kool-Aid, any flavor you want. Yes. Okay? You set that aside. Yes. And then you get out some creamed bourbon, which is called Talleyrand. It's the people who make it, because that's yes. where you bought it at the Pareto yes. Festival. Talleyrand cream bourbon. It's from Pennsylvania. Yes. And what you do is you give the kids the Kool-Aid, make them happy, and you sit down and you relax with your cream bourbon. Because that would kill expensive cream bourbon. The Kool-Aid. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're not going to mix the two. That'd it, be like that damn pickle recipe we had. I'm still going to make you them pickles. Oh, God. And then we had macaroni and cheese, too, right? Remember? I wouldn't eat that if I was starving. There you go. The mac and cheese, the pickles, and cream bourbon. You know what? We should hold a feast for our fans <laughs> someday with nothing but Kool-Aid it'll be, fleece. It'll be our culty feast. You just gave me chills. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I was going to say it would be like the pickle festival, but it would be exactly. our Kool-Aid festival. There we go. We'll hold it in your backyard. We could do that. We could definitely do that. Oh, that means all kind of crazed fans coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> For Kool-Aid flavored pickles. <clears throat> yes. And a shout out to Satan's sisters. I ain't heard from y'all. And everybody wants to Are you to guys know... still alive? Are, What's going everybody on? Everybody wants to know when you're coming back. And I, I mean that with the sincerest of my heart. We had a good time. It just didn't last long enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I wasn't there. I have to show up for the next one. You have to make well, sure the it's next a little one, late, a little earlier. Well, the next one say. I'll ask off on Sunday. Okay. And we'll go day drinking on Sunday. I would say none of this start at 10 o'clock bullshit. Hell no. We'll even take a bus into like, you know, Station Square or wherever. It'll be fun. That'll work. It'll be fun. So, hey, contact Deb. Yeah. Um, Carolyn asks, I put your contribution on Facebook already because I had a buzz the other night. And instead of <laughs> scrolling upward, I hit approve. 
I, I did a couple of them like that. Well, speaking of contributions, let me just interrupt you right here. We have a new Patreon. Hi, Remember? thank you. Virginia, I think it's Virginia P. I just have her email here, so it looks like it's Virginia P. But Virginia, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We appreciate everybody. I Like I said, Laura, I never saw this coming. Here we are. Go figure. I, I can't figure a damn thing out in life half the time. Um... I also drunkenly posted Mel's um, <laughs> thing. She um, posted an app about, um, like, if you're in a bad relationship. Uh-huh. It's an app that can be disguised on your phone where they're never going to think it's anything. So, okay. And, and it gives you women's shelters, <gasps> police departments, all kinds of stuff. Get out. Yeah. What is the name of it? I don't know. You have to go on Facebook and look. Oh, I didn't geez. write it down. Ah. <laughs> Well, well, you know, we'll find it and we'll mention it next week. Okay, good deal. In case, like, you know how that algorithm crap, like, sometimes you don't see all the posts. Because that could be something that somebody could really Use. benefit from. And oh, yeah. I don't want it to get lost on Facebook, so we'll we'll find it and we'll mention it like next I week. Like I said, scrolling is bad when you have a buzz. Because I accidentally hit approve <laughs> on a couple things, okay? <laughs> now, be warned, listeners, if you go on their official page... And you're scrolling. They have a call now button that never goes away. Oh God! So you could drunkenly call the cult. I did this like four times in one night. I realized, holy shit, I'm calling them. End, end, end. <laughs> and yeah, be very careful if you're scrolling through their page, or you'll end up calling them. Or maybe, or you, maybe you want to. I was gonna say, or maybe you. Because you know what? Actually, actually, if you're drunk and you call them, that could be a good thing. I think they're only open nine to five. Leave a, leave a drunken message. message. Leave a drunken message. We can't tell people to do that. Can we suggest it? No. All right, well then we don't. We have to take this whole section out. No, we don't. Don't drunken leave a message. Wink, wink. How's that for our disclaimer? You know what? We're in neck deep anyway, so what <laughs> the frig does it matter at this point? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Alrighty, though. Um, I I don't know where I was going. Could you just imagine some of those messages that would be left? You should just drop this at this point. I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. I give you any look I want. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we're going on to pending posts. What do you have? I got a bunch of shit. Okay. Tamara G shared a link to us. She says, I just watched this doctor documentary about a woman and her family who escaped the FLDS. Trigger warning for just about anything you can imagine. Because they're horrible people. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, She goes on to say, what struck me about this story was how familiar it sounds. These destructive cults might seem benign at first, but they seem to follow the same downward path of increasing control over all aspects of their members' lives. What their end game is, you have to wonder. Um, I can tell you what their end game is. What? Total control. They want your money. They want everything. They want obedience. They want to see what they can make you do. Join one, Laura. No. (laughs) I think not. I'll just listen to your escapades from the cult. Okay, then. Um, Would you like another question? Yep. Okay, this comes from Katie C. 
I have a question, and sorry in advance if this has already been asked. I know women are considered unclean when it comes to that time of month. Well, we all get older, and when getting older, we go through menopause. So does that mean women who have went through menopause are no longer unclean? How does that work? Oh, that's a good Laughing one. Laughing out loud. That's a good question. Um, yeah, once you hit menopause... You're permanently clean? Well, unless you touch a dead animal, poop, sperm, <laughs> spit from somebody else. Ew, I, all that good stuff. Yeah, Ew. but you're no longer bleeding unclean, which is the highest unclean, unless it's a dead body. I was just going to say, is it over a dead body? No. It's number two. Dead body. Yeah, you're, you're number two unclean. You are the thing people want to avoid. Okay. That's why you carry a menstrual mat like a fly. I know. Oh, come on. Mine was green. <laughs> I'd have laughed my ass off if you saved that. That was the first thing I ditched. Can't imagine why. I, I said no more. No more, no more. I, and I don't even know if I put it in the burn barrel. I don't know if I threw it away. I don't know if I left it in the middle of my bedroom when I fled the trailer. I have right. no idea what happened to it. But they sell them at Dollar General, and I get flashbacks every once in a while oh when God. I turn the corner and go, damn you, menstrual mat. You don't say that out loud, do you? I've done it once or twice. Does that surprise you? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, but I'm just picturing being in the aisle the next, you know, like the next aisle over, and all of a sudden some woman screaming, damn you, menstrual mat. Yeah, let your mind wander. What would you think? Oh, God. I would bust out laughing. Only because you know what a menstrual mat is. Or maybe you would think I was from a different country and they weren't called pads. They were that. Yeah, my that menstrual might, mat is leaking. My, that's the new. That's my new term for them: menstrual mats. <laughs> Instead of a pad, maxi pads are now to be known as menstrual. Yeah, no, that's going just to Walmart. Wrong. Not buying pads. I'm buying some like a thirty pack of menstrual mats. No, that's just wrong. That is just so wrong, Laura. Oh my God. Um. I, I hope that answers your question, Katie. Women that no longer are menstruative, they they become clean. they become permanently clean except for the things in everyday life that Yeah. That they touch. Yeah. Okay. Including men and sperm. <laughs> Alrighty. Answer me this. Uh oh. How does a man have sex with a clean woman? Okay. They're both clean. Correct. They're both holy. They can both go before God. Correct. Okay. Okay. The man drops his load into the gutter of the woman, according to what little man says. Little man's words, yes. The woman becomes unclean because she accepted his sperm, but he doesn't become unclean because it's his sperm. So he stays in a clean and holy state while she becomes unclean again. You want to know why? Because little man, who is a man, made this bullshit up. There's your answer. Is that your opinion? That's my damn answer, and that's a fact. (laughs) No, we only have opinions here. Oh, my God. What am I like? It's like the second one that I got busted on here. It's okay. It's okay. You were drinking your cream bourbon. Bourbon. How many shots of that did you have? I had a nice glass of it. I saw that. It looked like you were having a nice little glass of milk before bed before we started. We'll call it my chocolate milk. (laughs) 
Laura has chocolate milk. Okay. Um, this is from Sarah JB. Okay. Um, she posted a funny. It's the song Hello um, by Adele, but it's sung by Mormons. Oh, dear God. I watched that. And I'm really sorry to all the Mormons out there that I might offend, but it, it is really funny. Just like, I mean, Mormons, do you laugh at other religions? I mean, doesn't every religion laugh at other ones? I really don't right. want to offend anyone. Right. Oh, no, I understand. I, 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 I agree with you, yeah. I, so, but but honestly, that video about the Mormons could be any religion coming to your door. Yes, it, it's they happen to pick Mormons. I miss my Jehovah Witnesses that used to come to visit me. Do you know that? You scared them away. No, I spoke biblical truth, and I don't know. Maybe the husband and wife argued. Maybe they left the church. I don't know. You scared them away. I don't even know what to say to that one. How long ago was this? Um, they did not come by last spring, so it's been about a year since I've seen them. A whole whole year. Ain't no biggie. Oh, look at this. Um, they now make denim panties. I don't know oh, if this that's is a hoax or not. We'll pretend it's not and post we'll, we'll it. let people we'll let people it's Harper's Bazaar, come on. Well, you know what though? The fashion world makes the no sense. stupidest shit up and they sell it for like 400 bucks. I know. And people buy it. So I'm sure those are for real. Uh, Chris T says, thank you for letting me in. I've been incredulous at the nonsense you went through and put up with, etc. By the way, the book was only $3.99 on Amazon Kindle edition. And nice. we all know what book where she's talking Absolutely. about. So we'll prove Happy that reading. One. Happy reading, guys. Okay. Amanda H. asks, Okay, guys, I'm really confused and hoping you can clear something up for me. I've been having sex with men since I was 19 without being married. Somehow the sperm did not turn into evil germs in my sin hole, <laughs> and I've never had any STDs. How is this possible? I must be a seriously holy person who God blessed to have never had bugs in me. Must suck for the rest of you sisters of Satan, though. <laughs> Amanda, all I can tell you is you might want to join the cult. They might have the answers that you need. I don't. This is little man's preachings. Because he has all the answers. He has all the scientific answers well, yeah they, they don't even have to be scientific they're just the answers that count okay don't you right. know that right because he you know little man is who rules as god right mm-hmm of course didn't didn't we discuss that yep okay um sarah i still don't have any chocolate recipes i'm sorry life's too hectic i, I promise i'll get some you're still here on the list okay Ooh. <laughs> what do you mean? Shh. Everyone just heard you burp right in the microphone. You know what? I listened to us afterwards and it wasn't right into it. Oh, this one was, my dear. Anyway, if you didn't <laughs> comment on half of them, no one would know I did them. But just because you burped and you give me this look like deer in the headlights, like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm done. Did you what lose do you got? <laughs> 
oh my God. Well, we are going to go to an article that was on the actual article about the cult was featured on the cover of the magazine. Oh yes. And it's a monthly magazine. Yes. Every state has one. We have one called Pennsylvania monthly. Did you know that? I did not know that. Look it up. So guys put two and two together. Duh. <laughs> okay. So uh, this is just a little, another article that talks about the magazine and it says magazine explores local cult. This magazine is the latest publication to explore the world of the cult in blank County. Senior editor Robert Draper spent a week in the cult in May as part of his research for the article. What year was this? This is 2001. Oh, I was there. I don't remember a guest being there for a week. Well, he was there. Bob Draper was there for a whole week. Bob, if you can hear me, reach out to me. I don't remember you being there. And let's see. The story is titled The Cult. Satan is a woman. The Pope is her puppet. And the world will end in three years. Yes. That all you got to say? Yep. Oh, we were a laughing stock is all I can tell you. I can imagine. We were a laughing stock because this is a statewide magazine. I mean, everybody is. They had to be laughing their ass off. Yeah, the only thing bigger that year than us them laughing at the cult was crepe myrtles are real big right there. Okay. okay. And it's 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 in the Bible Belt. Remember we talked about the Bible Belt last week? Mm-hmm. Okay. They had billboards up all over town that said, Get your bed ready, myrtles coming. <laughs> and the entire town was in an uproar because they're religious oh my god and the billboard is looking like yeah get your bed Bed ready ready. myrtle myrtle's coming on over myrtle the hose coming over (laughs) but it was get your flower beds right 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 the crepe myrtles that is beautiful there was a magazine article that actually because we had a giraffe born at the zoo Mm mm-hmm And the only mention of the cult in this entire article of the giraffe being born at the local zoo was, finally, our town is famous for more than something than sex-crazed crepe myrtles and the local crazy cult. (laughs) That was the start to the beginning of that article. And I don't... Oh, my God. I think I might have a photocopy of it or something I might have pulled off of the internet. I'll have to look down where we got all that shit, but... Yeah, finally that town was known for something more than sex-crazed myrtles, crepe myrtles, and the cult. And the cult. Keep going. Well, this article was subtitled, Inside the Doomsday Cult, a lengthy article chronicles the life of the sect's founder, Little Man, who was known as Buffalo Bill when he was a member of the police department. He was christened Buffalo Bill. Because that, would you say his little brother picked the name? Older brother. Older brother. Okay. He little brother. Oh, little my God. brother. oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are you, time traveling, cream, Laura? It's the cream bourbon. You're traveling, time traveling, I don't, Laura. only little man does that. So Draper interviewed relatives and former and current sect members and attended a Saturday morning wor- worship service. He noted that in the wake of Heaven's Gate suicides, the media marched in mass to the town, thinking little man would be the next David Koresh. Not even close, Draper said. I think they paid him off. But that's just my opinion. Who, this reporter? Yeah. 
They they very well could have. Or maybe they just put on like a good face. Or maybe he thinks they're worse than David Koresh. Oh, that's what I'm thinking that meant. Not even close. I think he means that they're worse. Oh, by the way, there was one feast right after um, the Koresh incident happened. We had movie night at um um at the feast one night. Get out. What'd you watch? We watched an independent documentary. Um, I'm not sure who it was made by. I can't find it anymore. But it was um, probably about an hour, hour and 15 minutes long about Waco. Oh, wow. And it was not the spin that the media wanted you to know. Okay. And in all honesty, I don't know if people photoshopped this. I don't know where they got it. But um, my opinion, don't know if it's from the cult watching this, but um, yeah, the government killed them people in Waco and we were next. That's what the documentary was? The documentary was showing things like they claimed that Koresh and his people were shooting at them down where the line of cars were, right? Okay. And you can see from the camera's point of view from the ATF agents as they're shooting up at the windows in the house. Mm -hmm. They're shooting the shit out of the building. But there's not a single bullet hitting any of the cars, the windows, anything that the ATF is hiding behind. How does that happen? They're claiming to be shot at. See, we're not going to debate this, but it was movie night. And Little Man always claimed that the Holocaust happened to keep his relatives safe so he would be born. (sighs) Little Man claimed that Ruby Ridge and Waco and Heaven's Gate happened to keep us safe. Because the federal government wasn't going to rush in. They're not going to make mistakes. Does that make sense? Yeah. In a weird, messed up way. But yeah, I will never forget it. They served popcorn that night. <laughs> they never served popcorn before or after. It was like fucking movie night. I'm telling Woo! you. Walked in, you could smell the popcorn. It was touted as movie night. We had no idea what movie we were watching, but we were all excited because it was movie night. And we never had a movie night. <laughs> Anybody out there remember movie night? Let me know. Oh, yeah. Be good to hear about that. All right. Before you start reading, I'm going to read something. You have to read that little sidebar right there. Okay. I am holding a copy of this magazine that, that just, just ripped literally ripped in half in my hands. <laughs> okay. Now, Laura, when you open up to this article in this monthly magazine, mm-hmm. all the pictures are black and white. They're creepy pictures. Um... The media, a lot of times, would portray us differently, depending on what media it was. Okay. Anybody out there, if you look at these pictures that this magazine took, it made us look in a very bad light. It just looks harsh. It looks foreboding. It's it's just creepy. creepy and dark. Nobody's smiling. My friend Michelle, they they posed my friend Michelle and her very young children and it's just creepy. It reminds me of this that picture. What was it, like that that older couple? It's like the lady and the guy with the pitchfork. You know that one famous 
Oh, this is, this is Rebecca and Abaya, and they're both dead. They're the first two that you will see, and the way they have them with their head coverings, black and white, no smiling. Creepy. Creepy. All right, over in the corner it says, Happy Doomsday. Another Waco or simply Wacko? <laughs> That's the lingering question about this town's Church of God. The latest cult with a charismatic leader of questionable integrity who has visions of the end of the world. It's by Robert Draper. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the same guy who wrote the first thing you wrote? Yeah, that, that's Bob. Anyway, Rebecca and Abaya are both dead. They're the first ones in the picture. And it, the very it, the first part of the article, Laura, um, she asked me to read it because it's white type on a grayish black Oh, background. I can't read that. And you I'm not reading this because there's too much stuff I have to change. Right. So anybody who's interested can look at that. You can figure out the name of the magazine. Oh, look, they have the Rockabilly and his band picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, and do you see this man right here and his son? Yes. Okay. This man is the one that was in the newspaper article that he changed his name from John to what it is. Oh. To Yakanon. Okay. But they used his name change and mine. And I always thought it was interesting that he made it into the magazine. And you didn't. I'm not good material to make it into a magazine. I would open my mouth. You don't get that? I get that. Um, this is my where my best friend was. The trailer next door. Do you see, like, it's an Airstream? Yeah. That's where they lived. Oh, my God. Not my best friend. These two little boys, another boy and their mom lived in an airstream. Holy cow. Okay. And look, there's a beautiful picture of the leader's ex-wife. Standing there looking for, yeah. And there's a picture of the sanctuary before they redid it. Oh, there's my friend Michelle. Um... This picture here was the row behind me. See, if they would have... Oh, you were almost in that picture. I was almost in this picture, but again, I'm not picture material. What's the one on the bottom there? That's my friend Michelle and her... Oh, that's the one. Okay. Her two kids that are just posed so badly. That... These pictures are just creepy. And this little girl sitting on her dad's lap is only a couple of weeks different than Cult Baby. Oh, Okay. And that's the end that's of the article. That's the end of the... No, it's not. No, there's like five more pages, but there's no pictures. Well, that's... I'm done talking about the pictures and the people I know in the pictures. Okay. And see, Laura, when they have somebody coming like this to interview members and stuff... Okay. They handpick who they want to be interviewed. It's like a jury. Oh, yeah. You want the people that are going to make it... Like, give the best impression. Right, but it's like a jury. They pick 10, 15, 20 people, and then they present these people to the people that are doing the interviews. Okay. Like, this is Michelle, this is Matt, this is Danny. And then they take the pictures and they do the interviews. And we had no idea who was going to be in the magazine. 
I wasn't even part of the process. Okay, so I mean? you weren't even like in the running. Oh gosh, no. no, 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 no. That'd have been so funny though if your face was right there in that magazine. I was on something though, because see, I have long hair, mm-hmm. and the, I knew the news cameras were coming. And Cult Baby was only like ten or eleven months old. Okay. And I did my hair in the two braids, like if you were from Sweden and you wrap it around oh, the front. Oh, yeah. And I tuck little daisies in it. <laughs> little hippie cult woman. Anyway, um, I, I was featured in the beginning. Well, not featured, like four or five seconds. Because my son's sitting on my lap and the camera crew is walking through and... I want it on this TV program. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we gotta find that. Anyway, we got the braids and the flowers going, and I'm sitting out there, and I got my boy sitting on my lap, and I'm going, praise God, and throwing my hands up in the air, and praise God. And he's mimicking me. And the camera crew whipped around, and we have like a five-second spot in the beginning, and we're the only ones that there's sound to it. So <laughs> you're gonna praise God. Yeah, and 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 Jesse would laugh and go, ah, and he'd throw his hands up in the air, and I'd put mine down and do it again. And yeah, five second clip. We gotta find that clip. Got little daisies in my Aww. hair. Took me like four hours to do my hair, but damn it, I was getting on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yet, See, we need to find you that. You gotta look like the cult member, cause I knew I wasn't. You gotta to be, work it. I knew they would be walking the grounds, okay, filming stuff, cause there were certain things we had to put away, things we couldn't say. Everybody was pimped and primed, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the ones that would be speaking and actually on camera, they were off in another section. But the camera crew was walking around the feast grounds to get a feel, you know, see the quotes? Air quotes. The feel of the general population. What do you do when you're sitting around? And yeah. Anyway, I'm there. You got to find, oh, I need to see that. I don't even know what, what it was. I know I think we were on 48 hours, but that's another portrayal that the media did that we were a down and dirty gang and it's so funny because this one elder had this older than dirt ford pickup truck it was like a 50s or 60s model and it was cool but it didn't go very fast and this they're they're chasing this truck and and the cameraman you know have the camera and you see this security dude in sunglasses blow past this car with his camera. And it's hysterical. And we all laughed about it because his name starts with B. He drives the backhoe and he lives on the grounds. Okay. <laughs> but there he is in his sunglasses and his hair and his bearded glory. And he's like looking out the window and the wind's doing its thing. And he, he's like giving them the dirty looks and stuff. So, yeah, they, they made us out to be bad guys on that one. But most of the time, they make us out to be good. Like little happy cult people? Well, I found out later that, like, cult man can contact whoever he wants to. He can even pay them and say, hey, come do an interview on us. 
I'll give you $1,000, $5,000. And they come and they cherry pick and they do the interviews. Put a nice spin on it. They put a nice spin on it. Remember I told you they had a fountain. I have no idea where the freaking fountain came from. But it was there while they had They rented a, it for the day. I, I, they must have. But yeah, they make, they make their fairy tale life in front of the media and whoever they have to. So, are you going to read us an article that's... We're going to start... This is a long-ass article. Well, let's see what we can get through. So, we will probably make this a two-parter, because there's some good shit in here. There's some really good stuff. It's a monthly magazine. From that state. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, let's see. We'll start with this part. It says, Then there was the church's leader... A folksy 62-year-old ex-cop and ex-rockabilly singer known as Buffalo Bill. Yes. Until 1982 when he illegally changed his first name and he became Little Man. Man. Yeah, woo! Little Man had convinced thousands of worshippers that he and one of his brothers were the two witnesses prophesied in the book of Isaiah to preach the laws of God. That all went to shit when his brother died. They mention that later on. I don't oh! Think, yeah, they do, but I think that'll be part two, because that's like way at the other end of the article. I'm just telling you, that all went to shit. So what happened? Were, his brother died. Right, I know that, but how did they, like, did they make an announcement? That was before do? my time. Oh, his so you, oh, His brother was okay. dead before that. But it all got explained away. Somehow. Oh, because that would, like, really put the kibosh on things, right? Pretty much. Because the two brothers were, <laughs> we're supposed, supposed to, to right. usher in the kingdom. Right. Keep reading. Oh my God, where was I? I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Although Little Man didn't actually claim to be the Messiah, his faithful his faithful believed him incapable of misjudgment or sin. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just gave you the finger. Yes! Because you have your paper in front of the microphone and it's going to reverberate backwards. So I moved your paper this way. And you moved my head. And your face went the other way because your, your your mouth still has to be aimed at the microphone. But your paper can't be behind it. We've learned these things. You're like moving my body around. So I gave you the finger. Keep talking. Oh, God. They also believed that to defy him was to defy, to defy the creator. Since 1994, some 300 of them had legally adopted his last name and joined his, quote, priestly family. That was 94, right? Yep. We didn't change our names until March of 97. Okay, then it starts right here. And so in the spring months of 1997... (gasps) Doesn't mention you, though. No. Writers from Newsweek, Hard Copy, and other media turned their attention to the cult, and it didn't disappoint. Surly guards, little man ranting on about imminent hell. Yes, little man ranting on about imminent hellfire. Ex-members spinning tales of promiscuity and a compound so creepy it made Koresh's Mount Carmel look like Mister Rogers' neighborhood. I'm telling ya, damn. Seen the pictures, girl. No bodies, no bullets, no inferno, no problem. It took only a little bit of shrill window dressing to package the cult as a hostile doomsday cult. Had they stuck around, the members of the press might have grown disenchanted when little, with little man's raggedy legions. <laughs> His raggedy legions. Were we raggedy legions? Yep, that's according to this. Okay. True, fringe groups like the cult tend to be, in the wor- words of the police department, 
a smorgasbord including anti-government outcasts and military types. Yes. That and, was that was all a little man's security, his personal people, everything. Let's see. And as such have drawn the watchful eyes of local, state, and federal authorities. Really? Really? This is years later. Okay, still waiting. But violence does not fester at the core of this group. Its laws forbid suicide, and its believers, with a scant three years left to prepare for the Messiah's coming, have little use for 15 minutes of notoriety. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. Though rumors persist that munitions have been buried somewhere on the property, not even its most vindictive former members can claim to have seen a single firearm on the premises. I haven't seen a single firearm, but I know what happened to the bank behind my trailer. Lacking weapons. The cult will not go the reckless way of the Branch Davidians. Hey, hold on a second. Go for it. Cheers. (laughs) Friday night, cheers. In almost every other way, however, Little Man is encore to Waco's Koresh. A sometimes musician, inveterate philanderer, and lifelong Bible student with a doomsday fetish for the book of Revelation. He's got a fetish. He does with the book of Revelation. (laughs) His unorthodox brand of charisma is detectable only within the perimeters of his cloistered universe. Of course, Little Man has other antecedents as well. I was like, what the hell are they? Um, Then they start going on talking about Mark Twain and all this other kind of stuff. So we'll just skip over. It's a very, very long article. It's just like, oh my God. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I love how we sing when we don't know what we want to say. We do the do-do-do-do-do. Well, there's going to be a lot of do-do-doing, let me tell you here. The dubious history of the cult is nothing more than a culmination of one man's life of con artistry. No shit! A white trash quest for scruffy empire that would be thoroughly comical were it not for its many dupes. Yes! The little man's colorful saga is not complete. It suggests a comforting outcome. The town will not burn as Waco burned, for this compound is but a very peculiar house and one made of cards at that. Yes. Okay, so now this is him. This reporter guy is at a, um, listening to a sermon. Oh, wonderful. Did he, like, put a screwdriver in his eardrums? No, that was me when I had to listen to the tapes. Okay, you ready? Yep. Part Wizard of Oz, part Rush Limbaugh, little man hunched over the pulpit, framed by curtains pulled across the altar so as to reveal him, and only him, and let the venom flow like the Euphrates. Yes! The suicides that were among that wait a second. The suicides that were created among Christian people, he sneered in his country twang, referring to the Heaven's Gate cult. Of course they say that's the cult doing that. We better get over to the cult and straighten them out because they're gonna cause some more Christians to commit suicide. And I tell them, No, that's not us. That's the Christian doing. And if you would stop Christmas, you know, Christmas is the time of year when suicide is committed the most. So if you would stop these Christian pagan celebrations, then see, the cult, they teach you to live forever. Yeah, he wants nobody- What in God's name is that rambling? <laughs> and I read that. I mean, that, all of a sudden he's talking about suicide. No, let's stop Christmas. Yeah, yes. Um, we were told every year that Christmas is the largest amount of suicides. So oh we need to stop God. Christmas. 
Okay, that'll solve it, I'm sure. <laughs> Good Lord. So after he mentioned all of that, praise God, murmured several congregation members. But Little Man had more false idols to smite before getting to the praising part. Okay. He lit into modern science, calling it mostly guesswork. Yeah, because God talks to him and he knows that sperm turns into parasites and bugs. Because that's all science, right? Yes, okay. his science. So his science, he said, well, the quote, real science is mostly guesswork. Like the way my wife used to guess whether a pregnant lady was going to have a boy or a girl. She was always right 50% of the time. Okay. <laughs> Guess he's trying to be a little snide oh, there, and it didn't work. It just made him gosh. look stupid. Well, lots of this makes him look stupid. Everything makes him God. look stupid, and he don't get that. Oh, gosh. Okay, so as says, after he was talking about that, he jabbed at preachers who don't study the Bible, doctors who are amazed at what we've known for years, and the beastly system <laughs> formed by the Catholic Church and secular governments. Okay. Roared the pastor at last... Praise God, there are only three and a half years left of this horrible mess. I'm telling you, it was three and a half years from the day I freaking joined. And then ten years later. Ten years later, it was still three and a half years. No, I think we were down to two and a half years. Oh, God. Because the clock moved a bit. A bit. Oh, time. Time just changed. I, I don't know. Keep reading. Here and there, the cult's burly, bearded overseer permitted himself a round of hearty chuckles. Considering the appalling state of the world, Little Man seemed downright bubbly this Saturday morning in May. <laughs> he was bubbly. He was burly and bubbly. I, he was anything but burly. He was a skinny little toothpick of a fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> My mom described him perfectly. He was... A little man. I think he was like five, 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 six tops. Oh my god! You could blow on him and blow him over. <laughs> Honestly, I could have taken him in a wrestling match. Thought about it. I really did. You blow him over. Oh my god! Four hundred strong from all over the state now sat b before him. Many thousands more would be watching him on public access TV, and additional hundreds would send in three dollars to hear the sermon on cassette. Oh Dear hell yeah! God. Yes, we know that. <laughs> what? All, all those faithful hanging on to his every word, and for those he might offend, little man could take comfort in the scriptural assurances that he, the witness, would survive the seven-year tribulation of famine, pestilence, and other miseries. Yep, we're all going to die. Just in case, though, the sanctuary and its perimeter were spiked with guards in black suits and yep. sunglasses. Yes. Armed with handcuffs and billy clubs yes. and trained in fighting techniques. And other things. So Little Man says to the reporter. Oh, by the way. What? They were all taught, you know, to keep your wife in line. Punch her in the stomach because it doesn't leave bruises. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Moving on. Moving on. He says to the reporter. They were watching you, Little Man informed me later. And of course, if you'd pulled a gun, they would have been on top of you, I'm sure. And he laughed. They and all need to give up the donuts, I'm telling you. I was running through there, and it was like the Keystone Cops the one night. The <laughs> night I escaped, drunk on rum, to my friend's house. You, can you imagine the Benny Hill soundtrack, and, and like me running around, and they're all trying to follow me, following, falling oh all over God. each other and shit? <laughs> 
In all honesty, how did I run around this campground for two hours? And in the end, there's like six of them chasing me. And I escape. Little me. Hello. <laughs> At least they didn't stun gun me, I guess. I don't think stun guns I don't think were they had this. back then. Yeah, I don't think so. No, that was 03. Did they have stun guns back then? I'm sure they did. I don't know. I they, don't think they were pre- as prevalent as they are now, though. I don't know. Keep. I reading. don't know. What the hell do I know about a stun gun? You know nothing. I find she gives me the finger again. <laughs> <coughs> Just drink your beer and shut up. <laughs> Failure and ridicule. That was little man's winning formula. In 17 years, his church had grown out of a trailer home in that city to become an entity whose three annual feasts, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacle, were attended by literally thousands from as far away as Trinidad and Australia. It says, the cult published numerous texts and it had its own website. They got a lot of things. A recently published book by Little Man states that he, oh, this is good, states that he is a Jew whose family was severely persecuted and forced to flee from Europe to the United States. He was raised without a synagogue, but was strictly taught by his Jewish parents, both of whom traced their lineage to the tribe of Levi. Oh yeah, we were the Levites. When this passage was read to one of Little Man's brothers, he sighed before saying anything. Little man's my brother, but he ain't got both oars in the water, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Our daddy our daddy was a Dutchman. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tried to hide that. There was no hiding that. Oh my god. Carry on his daddy was a Dutchman. I was trying until you interrupted me. You couldn't have ignored it. There's no way. I think you scared the dog. Holy shit, Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Beer's good stuff. Oh, shit. His daddy was a Dutchman. Our daddy was a Dutchman. Our mother was three-quarters Cherokee, and we don't have a Jewish blood in us. Don't have a Jewish blood in us. Nope. That's not even proper English. No, he says we don't have a drop of Jewish blood in us. Oh, okay. So, little man's going on about how he was Jewish and this and that. And that's why he's part of the tribe of Levi. But he doesn't have a drop of Jewish blood. No, not Jewish at all. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to do my do-do-do-do-do again. Okay, this is about him growing up. While the other children helped their father farm his crops and break horses, little man prowled about the town on a pony. Proud. Proud, Yes. A floppy brown hat atop his head and a fat hand-rolled cigarette between his teeth. How, how, does, how do they know this? That he had a floppy brown hat on a donkey with a hand-rolled cigarette. Okay. I can imagine it. Really, it's little man. Keep going. Okay. He regularly played hooky from school until the fifth grade when he dropped out altogether. Now that oh my just God. Says, He's got a fifth grade education. Yepper. And I didn't know that till now. Yepper. How did I not know that till now? I don't know. Maybe you, you had to have known that. And forgot, maybe? Fifth, fifth grade. Fifth grade. And he's, like, arguing with scientists. And and that's why his grammar isn't... It ain't all that. I, I, keep going. No one can recall the boy harboring any ambitions. 
Early on, though, he displayed a talent for making money, though not necessarily through honorable means. Hey, you gotta watch the movie. It's black and white, and it's called Blue Moon. Is all I can tell you. This okay. is Little Man's story in a nutshell, except he did much better. Now, this part's really nasty. This is, like, really disgusting. But, before his teenage years, Little Man was skinning cats and taking the meat to the black side of town where he would sell it off as rabbit. Oh, my God! I forgot about that! You knew about that? I, I heard rumors. And then this came out. Yeah. And I was still a member and wasn't supposed to read this. Uh, I was going to hell if I bought this and read this. Do you know that? Oh my god! So the, oh, so they made a statement when this magazine came out. They hell like, yeah! I told you every newspaper article, everything that came out on the TV. We weren't supposed to watch it. We weren't supposed to read it. it propaganda that's trying to pull us away from God. So yeah. You look lost. No, I'm just looking here because they're going on for like 10 paragraphs about his first wife and then how yeah, he Yeah, we don't need to read that's all what of I'm, that. I'm looking through that. I'm like, yeah, that's just... So little man took to peddling Bibles door to door with his brother. Just like Blue Moon. While he knew his scriptures better, little man was definitely the better salesman of the of, two. He's a salesman out the ass. Says he could look you right in the eye and lie through his teeth. He, he could does. charm a rattler. Yes, on the side, Little Man sold ice makers. <laughs> Forgot about that. The machines didn't work, but the folks he approached wouldn't have known that because Little Man loaded the contraptions with ice he, has previously, he had previously frozen at home. Wasn't that nice? Shyster. Yeah, with a capital S. Okay, so let's see here. In the early 60s, his brother relocated to another town where he founded a church and became its preacher. So Little Man moved nearby and he opened up another one. Exactly. Says he also raised coon hounds and operated a welding shop behind his house. He did a lot of shit. He really did a hell of a lot of shit here. Oh my God. Okay. So then it apparently his church, this was not the cult yet, but this church didn't take off because then his brother told him that they had an opening at the police department. Interesting. Yes. So he apparently tried to start a church and it didn't work out. Although his brother's was flourishing. Yeah, his brother's was flourishing. He started, didn't work out. So he joined the police department. Yes. So in for the, the 70s. So for the next nine years, he led a steady, if undistinguished, career as a cop. Undistinguished. And spiritually, he was at a low ebb. Oh, Really? Then he figured out how to sell spirituality to people at 30%. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That is pretty much it. Okay, so then his brother um, went to Israel for seven years. Yes. Okay. So while there, let's see here, little man's brother had become calling himself Jacob. Yes. And had learned, let's see, that's where he also got the name of the cult. Is what it, it says that he came up with the name of the cult while he was in Israel. Yeah, because it's prevalent over there because it's a lot of Hasidic Jews, Jew. I, and I really hate to say the wrong thing. Jewish people, Hasidic Jewish. I, do you know what I mean? Right. Okay, so then he came back and it says in 1980, Little Man opened up his own cult in his mobile trailer. The first congregation members were his wife, who he married in 77, 
their two children, and a few folks who lived in his trailer park. A few folks. Few Folksy folks. people. Yes. To his, brother, to his brother's annoyance, little man began to be, oh my God, little man's, little man became to Jesus H. Why can't I not read? Because you had cream bourbon. <laughs> to, to it's his, a drinking night. Son of a bitch. To his brother's annoyance, little man began to lobby some of the members to join his place of worship and take him from his brother's. Well, yeah, that's what he does. He takes everybody. And then a neighbor said that this man, this guy could always try to make money any way he could. Her wariness was confirmed when she noticed that some folding chairs and living room furniture, little man had loaned the sanctuary, turned up missing. Then she knew, then she found out that little man had reclaimed and moved them to the trailers he was renting as a furnished trailer. Of course. Are we going to continue this or are we, we have, going on? You know what? We have like another paragraph and then we will do part two, like when he started the cult. Because it's talking about him going to the courthouse. He went to the courthouse to change his name. It said he strolled out as little man. Yeah, and I strolled out as Debraya. <laughs> Strutting your flowers in your hair. Well, that was just one time. I wanted to be on TV for crying out loud. I don't blame loud. you. I don't blame you. I was 25 years old. had a, less than a one-year-old. Had a chance to be on TV. Praise you God. You gotta do it right. Praise God. Praise, Praise God. God. Oh! We're just all over the place. That's okay because we're not professionals. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the understatement of the night. I... This is my third job. I it, do you, Have you ever seen on Facebook they ask you for a bad description of your job? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know what the bad description of my job is? What? I spend all day on my knees doing what 90% of men would ever refuse to do, what most women hate to do, and I get paid a lot to do it. <laughs> Okay, now this is a Facebook question. What do you think I do? You don't get the answer. I don't get you the already answer. Know. Right. Well, so does everyone else. Well, everybody, a lot of people I, I, probably I, I, don't know what I do. And I'm also a glorified SpongeBob. Because SpongeBob is a fry cook. Mm-hmm. And I'm so much more than a fry cook. Like, I will make your mouth have orgasms with what I make in my deep fryer. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. Damn, those are some good chicken wings. Garlic parm fries. I make 36 different kinds of wing sauces and all kinds of shit. Party at your restaurant. I've already owned a restaurant or two. It's okay. I don't want another one. It's too much work. I work at one. That's what I meant. Anyway. I could bring you food some night when we do this. That would be nice. You never asked. I never thought to ask. You could always surprise me. <laughs> you could always surprise <clears throat> me. Next time. Garlic parm wings. Fries and wings. Even better. How about wings and waffles? They're waffle Ooh. fries. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like waffle waffles. I'm like, no, no, waffle fries. They're waffle fries. Yes. Perfect. And I drizzle it with everything and throw the parm on it. Oh, we can have a feed. That's right. Do a thing. All right, guys. Well, we're going to make a part two. Sorry. 
finish the rest well, of the Well, we're article. not actually sorry, because that gives us another episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, yeah, it's a Friday night. It's a Friday night. I'm going off to party with my friends. I don't see me being up more than a couple of hours and curling up on my friend's couch. Do you know what I mean? But you'll have a good time. I will. I have to be home tomorrow at 8.30 to take my son to work by 9. So that means you can only party so long. Because you have to get up and function. And function. And function. Yeah. So Um, our last two episodes have been long. This one's going to be a tiny bit short. We're sorry. But hey, we're letting it out on a Friday night. That's right. I had a couple of other things to say and nope, nothing in my noggin. That's all right. Um, please continue to give us your questions, your memes, your anything. Um, still trying to work on a lot of stuff. Like the non Not enough hours in the day. There's just not enough hours in the goddamn day. Ooh, and I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, anybody who that offended just kind of slipped out there and we don't do editing. Oh, why would we edit anything? I'm telling you, my brain keeps going back to the beginning going, we got to edit this somehow, but That's not going to happen. Hey, Laura. Yeah? uh, Buckle up, put the bar down, and hold on. The ride's about to start. That that's this is what this entire thing has been the entire time. So, and we screwed up a couple times and ain't nothing come of it. So, yeehaws. Yeehaw. Anyway, guys, um, if I can help you somehow, please contact me. I would love to help anybody that I can. Laura, you got anything else to say? Nope. And it's we're gonna drop this, and then you're gonna be like seriously jonesing because it won't be until nine days. It'll yeah. be nine days next time. How will they ever live? I don't know. I'm getting a good buzz. <laughs> I need to go to my party. <laughs> I need to park my car and be at my party. <laughs> All right. Well, she's going to bail on me here, so. I'll wait until everything's That's uploaded so and downloaded and whatever thing it has to do. <laughs> I don't um, know what to tell you. so funny. Well, on that note. On that note, give me a high five. Quiet. Quietly. Quiet. Did you guys hear it? Um, Look, we're less than two minutes from an hour, so I think we did good. good. We're good. All right, guys. Send us shit, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. This is Laura. (laughs) Hey, Laura. (laughs) And another another drunken episode. We love you all. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye.